Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week one, day three of our study of Esther. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Esther 1, 10 through 12. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Before we get started, I want to encourage you to consider leading a small group using the 10-week Bible study. We've come up with some great books and resources to help make that happen. Head over to 10weekbible.com to see everything that we have available. With that, let's go ahead and pray before we start today. Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Esther 1, starting at verse 10. On the seventh day, when King Xerxes was in high spirits from wine, he commanded the seven eunuchs who served him, Mehuman, Bistha, Harbona, Bigtha, Abagtha, Zethar, and Carcass, to bring before him Queen Vashti, wearing her royal crown, in order to display her beauty to the people and nobles, for she was lovely to look at. Okay, seven days straight of this celebration, right? And it seems like Vashti's doing the same thing. The boys are over here. They're having seven days. It's been six months of celebration so far. We've talked about this in, in yesterday's podcast, six full months of showing off how awesome Persia is. And now at the end of that six months, there's seven days of this massive celebration for all of the nobles, all of the fancy rich people in the palace of Susa, the citadel of Susa. And they've, they've spared no expense. There's all, there's golden couches. There's individual wine goblets. There's wine without measure here. And for seven days, everyone here at this party has been drinking as much as they want. So this is, this is seven days in to being drunk all the time. And after everyone is drunk, right? Understand in high spirits, right? In high spirits from wine, they're all pretty drunk. The king says, bring Vashti out here. Go get Vashti from her celebration, right? She's in charge of this other celebration. She's throwing this massive party for all the women because the women aren't invited to the men's party. So she's like, I'm going to throw a party for all the women, all the noble women. And she's in charge of it, right? She's sitting at the head of that table and the king says, go get her. Go get her and tell her to put on her crown and come in here because I want everyone to look at her. I want everyone to see how pretty she is. This is, this is just as creepy and just as weird as it sounds, right? The king is hammered drunk. Everyone's drunk. And he wants to show off his pretty wife. I mean, that's as weird as it sounds, right? There's cultural differences going on here. In our modern context, that sounds pretty weird and pretty gross. And it's, as we're going to find out, I think Vashti thought it was pretty weird and pretty gross. Now, it doesn't tell us if Vashti is doing the same thing. Maybe she's giving wine without limit to everyone there as well. Maybe all the women are drunk too. It doesn't tell us. They could easily be just as drunk as the men. It doesn't tell us what state they're in. Now, if I'm to read this and understand it from, you know, just 
men and women haven't really changed. Our constitutions haven't changed throughout the centuries. Now, our cultural context most definitely have. But women, just in general, when, when you survey everything, women are less likely to be drunks than men. They just are. And that doesn't mean that there aren't lots of women that struggle with alcoholism and things like that. There are. There really are. But if you're just going to survey all men and women throughout human history, most of the people that are given to drinking too much are men. Again, broad generalization, statistically speaking. And so it's probably a little bit less likely that the women are drunk or at least as drunk as the men at their party. And so something about this. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us what Vashti was irritated with about this. I mean, she's obviously irritated. She's obviously irritated. It could be that she's giving her own party and it's going to be embarrassing for her to leave, to go, you know, be put on display as this little puppet, this little thing to be looked at, right? For the men, she may be irritated about that. She may just be irritated that, you know, all of these men are going to be ogling her because her drunk husband's like with all of his drunk friends, come see how beautiful my wife is, right? Something about this really, really irritates Vashti. It doesn't tell us exactly what the thing is. It could be multiple things irritate her, but we know that she's irritated And we're going to find out she's going to be like, heck no, verse 12. But when the attendants delivered the king's command, Queen Vashti refused to come. Then the king became furious and burned with anger. So Vashti's not having this, right? Whatever it is, and more than likely, and I I think that even given the, the cultural framework of that day, Vashti's like, this is gross. I'm not doing this, dude. I'm not coming to show off, you know, how pretty I am for you and all your drunk idiot friends. I'm not going to do it. Whatever the reason for it, she is angry. She's irritated. And she's like, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. I don't know if this was a calculated risk on Vashti's part. This is also early in the reign of Ahasuerus or Xerxes, this is this is pretty early in his reign. And so, again, I alluded on day one that things, I think, are going to change throughout the book of Esther. I think the king here, stuff's going to happen to him, right? Life is going to happen. He's going to suffer some setbacks in life, and things are going to change. So at this point, this may not be as as, as costly as Vashti thinks, Right, Vashti knows him. She probably knows him well enough to know that he's going to be mad, but that she doesn't really care. But she obviously underestimates how angry he's going to become and the lengths he's going to go to because of her refusal to come. If she had known what was going to happen to her, she most certainly would have come. I mean, culturally in that context, most definitely she would have come. And so she underestimates the changing nature of this king. And that's going to be one of the underlying storylines going on in the book of Esther is the changing nature, the changing personality and constitution of the king of Persia. And there is going to be a massive change that goes on as this this book 
progresses, as we see here. And so Vashti underestimates the king, and she doesn't come, right? She's like, I'm, I'm not doing this gross thing. And again, I think we see it as gross now. I think she saw it as gross then. I, that's my opinion. <clears throat> Even though culturally and, and all the context and all that kind of stuff, it was still, it was still weird. And so she's, she's not coming for a, probably a number of reasons or, or, or some reason that is not specifically telling us. What I mean by that is it doesn't say that Queen Vashti said, you know, the Bible doesn't say Queen Vashti thought that was gross, didn't want to show herself off and didn't come. The Bible didn't say that. She just didn't come. All right. So we're inferring from this why she didn't come, but we don't know for sure. She didn't come and it makes the king really, really angry. Like he's, he's not a happy drunk now, right? He was a happy drunk a minute ago. Now he's not a happy drunk and he's going to be a very angry drunk with a lot of power and a lot of powerful friends. And they're going to come to some pretty weird, stupid, drunken conclusions here as we're going to see. But for today, that's all we've got for the 10-Week Bible Study. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.